You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. You spent four years working on a show that created a whole new genre of television. Your star is beloved by children, but the grueling pace is taking its toll on his health. How do you replace your star in the title role with a new actor without losing your audience? And who would be foolish enough to take that risk? Over the last 59 years, many have reinvented the Doctor in their own image. I'm Ryan Myers, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, 5 minutes of science fiction history for March 25th. And today we say happy birthday to the second Doctor, Patrick Troughton. Born in 1920, Troughton first appeared on stage at age 17. He went to New York on an acting scholarship, but World War II cut his education short. The boat taking him back to Britain hit a mine, and he had to be rescued at sea. Troughton signed up with the Navy, and wound up commanding his own gunboat, and receiving a number of decorations. Following the war, he returned to acting. Troughton had some movie roles, including Treasure Island and 1984. In Richard III, he played opposite Laurence Olivier. Troughton became much more familiar to audiences, though, on television. He was the first Robin Hood on TV. He was one of the busiest actors at the BBC through the 50s and early 60s. Meanwhile, the little science fiction show Doctor Who proved itself to be a winning formula. William Hartnell was approaching 60, and producing 45 episodes a year was exhausting. As much as he enjoyed the role, he knew he had to give it up. That left producers with a problem of a hit show and no star. Hartnell said there was only one man in Britain who could play the role, and that man was Patrick Troughton. Troughton rejected the idea. He and his kids watched Doctor Who, so he was familiar with how much work it would entail. When asked about it later, he said, I thought that the difficulties of selling it to the audience were enormous, almost insurmountable. Producers knew Troughton couldn't just carry on as Hartnell's doctor. Kids wouldn't accept it. The alien doctor had to transform into the new actor. It became an opportunity to bring new elements to the show. Troughton's doctor was initially imagined as an autocratic Sherlock Holmes, talkative and belligerent. Troughton didn't like that idea, and BBC head of drama Sidney Newman suggested the idea of a cosmic hobo. At the end of the last episode of the story, The Tenth Planet, the Doctor staggers back into his TARDIS and collapses. His companions Ben and Polly follow him in, and as they watch, we see a tight close-up of the Doctor's face. The shot gets brighter and brighter until it's almost pure white. Then as the light fades, we get the first look at the new Doctor. In the next story, his companions are as confused by the new Doctor as the people at home. Hartnell played the Doctor as a rather gruff, grandfatherly figure. Troughton brought humor to the role. Younger than Hartnell, Troughton could be more physical. Hartnell wore a Victorian costume, while Troughton dressed like a Marx brother. Troughton's doctor still maintained the tremendous intellect and immutable morality of the character. He added the habit of acting clueless, only to demonstrate in the end that he had been ahead of his opponent at every step. That added suspense, according to Troughton, as the kids routinely underestimated the doctor until they learned what he had been up to all along. After a few years with good ratings, producing about 40 shows a year wore Troughton down. By the beginning of the third season, Troughton told producers he wouldn't be back for a fourth. The writers wanted to send Troughton off with a memorable story. In The War Games, we finally learned that the Doctor was a member of an advanced race known as the Time Lords, and that he was considered a renegade. In the story, the Doctor was captured by the Time Lords, tried, and sentenced to stay on Earth. 
This did more than provide a high-impact exit for Troughton. Limiting the Doctor to Earth was pitched as a money-saving measure, since it would save having to build alien and expensive sets for the Third Doctor. This was especially important, since the Third Doctor was to be shot in color, making sets even more expensive. As Doctor Who prepares to enter its seventh decade, it also prepares to undergo yet another regeneration and welcome another new Doctor. The tradition that started with Patrick Troughton is alive and well. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5, from March 25th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.